sing the intro to that tonight. <laughs> so I actually yeah. would love you to start that off and I'm going to join in on you. Join in on you. Okay. I only know where can you go when the world don't treat you right and the answer is home. So let's do that. <laughs> that's the only, <laughs> that's the whole lyrics of the song. Let's do it. Yeah. <clears throat> Where can you go when the world don't treat you right? The answer is home. It's the one thing that you... Something. Seventh heaven. You know when I see your... I'm making a rap now. You know when I see (laughs) your shining faces and they're smiling. I fucking... Dude, I'm so sad that you asked to sing off the top because that bummed me out how much I hate that song. How much I hate that so love. I kinda I kinda was grooving to it. I kinda Yeah, I know. You're like live. You guys groove to the dumb to the shit that I hate. Ew, I'm being so rude. Welcome to the show. Okay, I'm gonna do do you wanna do the intro or do you want me to do the intro? We have a really special Um, episode. Yeah, I just want to start off by saying I miss Liv and I tried to do a resident um, cool t-shirt move oh, today. Oh, fuck off, Philly Joel. Okay, we love, we love, we love, we love, we love. Oh and my gosh. Liv saw him so jealous. I feel like I'm talking to Liv right now, actually. Sorry, Liv. Shouldn't have gone to Paris, bitch. Um, well, this is, a really spe- <laughs> this is a really fucking special episode because it's not Maddie and Liv. It's Maddie and Mal. Double M. M.M. That's right. Remember Mal, who we always talk about because she's literally our number one gal OG fan of the pod. Literally has been here since day one. Well, guess th- <laughs> guess what? She's my co-host tonight because Liv went to Paris and is having croissants and all that bullshit. Croissant. And we're stuck here. Well, not stuck here. Choice by choice and we're gonna do a seventh heaven episode for you and i'm so fucking excited to have mal here mal do you want to tell people who you are what you do what you're like and that you're wearing a billy joel shirt for the second time (laughs) okay (laughs) you're scared um, you're scared i freaked you out what did you say you said who you are don't know oh no what you're like annoying no (laughs) not at all Um, you're funny as fuck thanks girl um you know, that's all really there is to it. I'm Mal. I'm a huge fan of our girls. Oh if God, you're love. listening to me and you're also a fan of this podcast, I hope you get the opportunity to be with these queens one day and feel like you're hanging out with celebrities. So. Oh my God, shut the fuck up. A celebrity <laughs> with gar- literally piles of garbage behind me as I sit here. Three beers deep. Like I live in a trailer. No shade to trailers because actually I've been thinking of buying one because there's no point in me living um, in a condo. Okay. Um, well, that's super fun. Um, because this is like a silly, crazy, fun, like what's happening? Tables have turned, you're topsy turvy. Um, not you, but like just the general ether of everything. It's topsy turvy, it's wild. It's it's Maddie and Mal wiling out on a Friday night. It's 1040 where I am. I'm three beers in and I'm and I'm two beers away from blacking out, but not enough that I'm gonna do that for the show. Um what I wanted to say was, do you want to do your segments for the up for off the up top off the up? Oh my god, you're freaking. Okay, yeah, I I really okay. My favorite part of the entire show is FCC. It is okay. the best. It's finally down with FCC. Tea. Yeah, you know I me. I always agree. I always agree because we're, I live in Canada too. So yeah. when you like talk shit about a Canadian experience yes you know they're all bad so well I agree yeah and I had one okay 
And I love that. And I want to hear your, this is Mal's FCC. First OG, drop the beat. Okay, let's hear your FCC. Okay, so me and Sean actually just bought our first home. We are in I'm, a condo okay, that we bought. We're stopping the podcast. Yeah. We're I know. The I know. <laughs> okay, you're done. Actually, the episode's over. I'm releasing this four-minute excerpt, and that's it. You're done. Okay, well, congrats. That's massive. I'm so happy for you. Yep, it's like a two-bedroom condo in an IMDC. We're basically rich. We're basically fucking wealthy okay. penthouse livers. You're literally... Why is the first thing coming to my mind, Regina... George's parents from Mean Girls. You're literally in a mansion. You're literally rich, rich. I can't believe that, but I can't because yeah, you guys work crazy. hard. Yeah, it, it was a it was a whole doozy. Um, but we're we're in and it's awesome and it's honestly like the, probably the biggest news I'll ever have in my whole life. So that's not that's I had to get, so. Had to slip that in. No, you have to. <laughs> that's absolutely so massive. You're gonna have so many haters at your door now coming banging down your door. You're, that you own so you're not gonna be able to call oh, the landlord to fucking fix it okay I there's actually about, yeah there's actually but maddie really quick there's actually like thousands of security guards around this place 24 <laughs> 7 there's a moat like good luck <laughs> good luck because i have thousands of security guard bitches um i need to ask about nanaimo is that okay. where is that where the nanaimo mm, nanaimo bar is from I think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Nanaimo bars are so fucking bizarre. They're dark chocolate, kind of like a custard, and then another thing, right? Yeah, it's. I swear the middle piece is just like sugary butter and like sugar butter. Oh fuck, I, I love sugar butter. I'll go through a. I'll have a Nanaimo bar maybe like once a year. I don't really like them that much, honestly. What about well, you? I've only ever seen them at funerals. I don't know where the hell to get these things. If I'm craving an Anima bar, you know I'll be hitting up the nearest funeral uh, to get those. Because I don't. Do you buy them at a store? Oh yeah, they're huge here. You can buy a huge effing thing at Costco. Okay, that um, sounds like it's because they're from there. Yeah, I guess that. I guess we're learning something today. I feel and, like, like if you go to which, if you go to a Chinese buffet, they yeah. always got Anima bars. Shut the fuck up. That's great. Do, yeah. do you get fortune cookies there too? Yep. With oh, yeah. Nanaimo bars. Okay, I'm into that. Okay, sorry, I cut off your FCC. Also, one thing you learned about okay. me, I constantly have to edit myself cutting live off all the time because I for sure have undiagnosed ADHD, and that's my own fault. But, okay, I need to hear about your FCC. <laughs> okay, so the, I brought up the condo because we had been eating out a lot the last few days. Like, we're kind of just, um, you know – we're now we're here and we should be cooking but we're still like oh no, no you're like we just town. moved we just moved yeah we, we're trying to go to all the places around here even <laughs> though literally our place before was two minutes away but it feels like no. a new city that's actually <laughs> that's six months worth of uber eats granted like you get you get to ride yeah. that we just moved for about six months before people can start casting judgment on that absolutely so but but since okay so yesterday i was like hey let's not cook tonight because i have to go home and watch seven dead dead yeah that's yep yep so i use that as an excuse yeah even though probably making dinners faster but i'm still like let's go out doesn't matter so here's what we did you guys are you ready for this i'm so ready i'm so scared right now for some reason you should be 
Okay. We drove to like the strip mall fireplace mm-hmm. and it's got a cactus club. It's got a like a I'm pretty sure a not a chain bar called the Longwood that's really good. And Boston pizza. Okay. Okay, and you did it on purpose, <laughs> you little girl. You did it on dang purpose. Look at you laughing. <laughs> Pretty oh, much. So we went to Boston Pizza. I love that. Yep. yep. And there was an incident. Oh shit. So not really an incident, but no, no, we an incident. We we've gone to the Longwood like tons. So Sean said, let's not get sick of the Longwood. I don't. And <laughs> we're, we're already sick of cactus clubs. Oh, I was like, let's go to Boston Pizza. And they have nachos, so that means that we're allowed to go because that's the only thing Sean eats at restaurants. Obsessed. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god, is he's he a chicken? Is he a chicken free. finger boy? Oh, okay, okay, he's okay. Free. Yeah, I got okay, that. Okay, so we go in. You walk into Boston Pizza. The first thing I notice is it smells really bad. Okay. okay, and what sense are we ga- or what sense are we gathering? <laughs> I'm gathering. You're Canadian. I'm yeah. gathering hockey bag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a specific smell, and I'm gonna tell you right now, that's exactly what it was. Piles of hockey bag, piles of hockey bag in the back that they burn for fuel at Boston yeah. Pizza. That's how they run their ovens, actually. <laughs> I swear to God, they must. It's insane. But so we did. You see? In, was there a hockey team there? There was no hockey team there. Actually, it was empty. There was oh, like that maybe checks two out. tables. Yeah, it was that yeah. Out. That's no one could stay. I understand. <laughs> so <laughs> so we walk in. Smells bad. I I immediately looked at Sean and said, "Like, smells bad." And he was like, "Yeah, it does." <laughs> oh well, go and sit down. And we're sitting there and. Um, Sean's sitting there eating the menu and he says, I can't do this. <laughs> okay. So I said, I mean, okay. Like I was, I was willing to stay, which is the embarrassing part of this. I was just like, Oh my God. We're sitting down. What are we going to do? Like we didn't order anything yet. So I said, okay, if you want to get up and leave, now is the time before she comes back, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like ghosts in and out we never even came she'll just think this was haunted i'm already dying because yeah. i do think that that is a very common a very common experience when you go to a boston pizza you go you go in it's not good and immediately you're going should we leave and only the ones that have guts of steel minds of gum flubber nothing stay like me and Liv did um so did you guys stay or did you leave because of the hockey no. dancing? you left we got up we got up and um up. Sean, Sean's the type that like he's nice but he'll say something and mm. it pisses me off because I'm like I'm like never say something no you know if you give me so, if your dog took a shit you picked it up put it on a plate I would literally happily eat a little bit of it and then go I'm full thank you I would never say anything I would ne- like we know this about we know this already I would never yeah. say a thing so I get that and then you, I'm the same way but he's nice and he's like way. it was he like the smell is so bad in here we have to leave or was he like I just hate the everything about this um he he just said you know like let's get up and I was like okay and then as we're walking out he says to the one girl there and I'm just like it annoyed me but he was like um he's like hey so we're actually gonna leave like it just smells like really bad in here (laughs) like that 
fearless feedback. Oh yeah. my God. Fearless feedback. Constructive. What did she say? Did she recognize this? this? Okay. They were like, there was a girl, another girl was there too. They both said, Oh, really? <gasps> They've been in it too long. They've been in it yeah. too long. Oh my They're God. Immune. I, okay. Poor girls. They've been in it too long. They're be washed by Boston Pizza. Um, I need to badly know what this, what, where this smell came from. If it's hockey bag, I am thinking a group of young hockey boys came in. They kind of hold the place hostage. They're drinking. They're eating Zaz. They're eating band banditos or the fuck that thing was called that Liv told me again. It was terrible. And they're there long enough that everyone is slowly like. It's like Subway. Like when people used to work at Subway in my high school and they'd come after work, we'd be like, get the fuck out of here. You reek like mayonnaise. And they'd be like, I don't smell it. Like, I think they've been living in it too long. And they're young girls always at Boston Pizza, aren't they? It was too. Yeah, they were young. Young. They were grade nines. Oh, easy. Their skirts, short, black skirts. They're young. You're like, you shouldn't even be working. How did you actually even get this job? Um. Okay, so you guys left, and then yep. where'd you go? We went across the street to their tried and true Longwood pub. Longwood, back to Longwood. You don't even if you work, ever go there. Check it out. Oh my god, I can't believe the gall to get up and leave. Clearly, like a toxic situation, but um, and that's very telling of me. Actually, in general, I can never just leave a toxic situation, but <laughs> but like to. Wow, to have the confidence to go, I don't want to do this. This smells bad here. I don't want to eat here. And leave. Fuck, I know. It was crazy. crazy. Were you dying inside the whole time? Honestly, I wasn't. And I think the only reason why I agreed to it was because there was literally a like a late like two middle-aged women sitting in there and then like a family across the restaurant. So I was there just kind problems. of problems. Like, yeah, everyone knew. Yeah. People were poking their like, heads in and leaving easy. Like you knew it was mm-hmm. kind of, and you didn't have a crowd watching you. That's always the best. Yeah, it was, it just smelled straight up bad. Okay. That's like, crazy, my nose. dude. That's so crazy. I, wow. Maybe, honestly, what's going on in Nanaimo? Let's start a true crime expedition. Cause maybe, maybe it was a DB dead body at the BP. You know what? You know, a dead hockey I think player. I saw a, I think I, I saw, saw like blood <laughs> yeah you know what I saw a foot sticking out oh it's a Sweeney Todd situation okay that's what it is then I will be see Boston pizza it's Sweeney Todd they are cooking hockey players alive putting it into their pizza because they can't afford the chicken or whatever um well I love that for you I'm so proud that you walked away from that as Kelly Clarkson would say, just walk away. Just walk away. Why was I listening away. to that earlier today? I love okay. that song. Well, do you have a do you have any other segments that you'd like to do while you're here? I really want to give you free reign. This is your mind. Um, um well, I mean, before we get into the episode, I need yeah. to talk about the five minutes of the prior episode that I watched by accident. Because it was okay. funny as fuck. <laughs> And I'm actually terrified. I watched the one we're doing, the joint one, where the family hey. cr- cradles around a joint. But it still said it was season two, episode four for me on my Apple, my, my Apple or whatever. But for you, yeah. you, it said it was five? Yeah, it was a pirating situation. So it might have just been mislabeled or something. And 
the episode four and five are both titled like almost the same effing thing. Did you see that it? That kind of scares me a little bit that we didn't watch the same one. Maybe they have back-to-back joint finding episodes. I think we'll be fine. You know what? We'll stumble our way through whatever happened anyways. But yeah, I'm hoping it's a pirating situation, but I'm also um <laughs> I'm also kind of howling because so you pirated another one and had to watch that for five minutes. Yeah, and- okay. And how does that one start? <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> Okay, so that this episode starts with um, we got Rev in the kitchen. Yeah, hated already. And he's, he's making sangies for all the kids. God, it's and he's and it's such an oh, it's such an egregious amount. trying to portray him as like this like amazing dad because we Ugh. got him with a tie, tie undone in his work outfit or whatever his whatever he does. Outfit. Ah, and do reverence do. And he's salt and sangies. Okay. While doing while while looking over here. Like he's going like this. Making a sandwich over here. I'm absolutely hating that a rev is multitasking on a sandwich as if it's a fucking chicken parmesan. Like you're making a sandwich. Why are you salting and peppering a sandwich for your like they don't care at that age. They don't know the difference. That drives me nuts. That is so funny, though. That is such a make him busy. We've got salting with one hand. We've got always fiddling with mustard with the other. Oh, the smoke alarm's going off, even though he's making sandwiches. Okay, so then what happened? Okay, so actually this the pepper salt thing had a purpose because when the kids got to school, um, they open up their lunch kits and the salt and pepper thing is in one of the kids' lunches. So it's like okay. dad's crazy. He's, He's got too so much on overworked. His He's got so many fucking sermons to deliver. He literally can't even make five sandwiches for his kids. I I <laughs> really hate that so much. I bet that whole episode is about like him being a like Mr. Mom because the mom's away or something. Like what were they setting it up to be about? Honestly, I don't really remember. I remember being like really confused because <laughs> they started talking about, you know how these shows like they will introduce the weed thing within the first second I mean, immediate, immediate, because that's yeah. the plot. So they started talking about other stuff. So I was like, okay, something's up. And this episode had a, one of the plot lines was apparently going to be about Simon questioning religion. It was tea. <laughs> or okay. something. I kind of love that. Like, because like they'll never actually have an episode about that where it's actually fulfilling. But I do kind of love that that little boy, like, clearly doesn't believe in god and hasn't since day one and it keeps being a theme like a common 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 occurring theme i love that um does he look okay i guess it's still season two because i've been seeing fucking tea on tiktok of him like season seven and like they're grown like they're grown as adults it's kind of spooky to see, to be honest. Um, okay, well, I'm really sorry that you watched five minutes of Seventh Heaven that you didn't need to watch. And I'm actually sorry you watched another 44 minutes that you also didn't need to watch. Um, the episode we're going to be doing today... Well, I want to ask you more about Seventh Heaven and your relationship with it. But the episode we're doing today is, of course, the joint smoking one. We've all seen it on TikTok. That one guy that covers them I'm obsessed with, but also jealous because... I think we were kind of on the pulse a little bit before and then we never reap the benefits because we don't know how to market ourselves, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. No, you're right. 
Um, Thank you, Mal. I needed that from you. Um, And I'm always going to come to you. Actually, I will say a fun thing about Mal and I's relationship. When I talked about um, finding out that I was a D34 bra size, it's sort of a huge, it was a huge changing, huge moment in my life. More exciting than being born, more exciting than graduating university. Um, We all know I'm a D34. We all know I've got huge gazungas, jugs, boobs, um, titties, bobos, whatever you want to call them, big, big, tig old biddies. And uh, solicited, I did send Mal the pic proving to her that I am a D34. And the word she used was, wow, enchanting. And I melted. And truly, that's probably why you're here today, because I went, hmm, who, who do I want to bring on? Oh, yeah, someone who's seen my boobs and said they're enchanting, because I love that. Um, and it wasn't a bra. I do need to say I didn't sext you. It was in a bra. I feel like now I'm creepy, but it was solicited and I was in a I'm bra. I'm the creepy one. No, you're I not. You're my friend. No, you're my friend though. You're my friend though. So it doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, so anyways, th- me twirling my fucking headphone thing as if it's my hair. <laughs> um, so anyways, I did need to share that, but I also wanted to share that we're doing the pot smoking episode one and two. I want to ask you about seventh heaven because you said you never seen it. No, I have not. And, and honestly, thank I, your parents. Thank God. I remember it though. I swear, yeah. like it's in the I ether. Remember, yeah, like I all the teen magazines. I swear, was all about fucking the kids. Beverly Mitchell, Heaven, like it, Jessica yeah. Biel. They wanted those kids to be bad so badly. They wanted those kids to crash and burn. But shockingly, they didn't. I think they actually just didn't have. Jessica Biel does shit and marry Justin Timberlake, but I don't know if it's a good career. But. Beverly Mitchell, I don't, I don't, I remember she did a race car driving movie on Family Channel. Um, and I wanted to be a race car driver so bad at one point. Um, but other than that, I remember like, that movie. I don't know where she is. I don't know where Ruthie is. I don't know where Simon is. I don't know where any of my kids are right now. So, uh, yeah, I don't think they really fell into that like child star BS. But did you? Um, you listen to the episodes, but did you he, did you ever watch an episode before doing this one for this podcast? No. Okay. Um, and what is your, honestly, what is the taste in your mouth? What are you feeling? Like, I really feel like this is um a great perspective of somebody who is just watching this show now. Yep. Um. My. So. Okay. So I feel like when I was younger, I always wanted to watch it. Like it was kind of like a mm. cool show back then, right? Like it was <sighs> like crazy to say, but yeah. I don't know. But um, I don't think we had it on. I don't think it came on a channel that we had or something. Like honestly, I feel like if I asked like kids I grew up with if they watched it, they'd say no. Like it just like wasn't talked about or thing over here or something. It might have been American. It might have not been on Canadian TV. It might have been something that you have to buy the box sets for, which God knows those were like $50 back in the day. Oh, yeah. And so um, I also didn't watch it live either. I, I don't recall an episode of Seventh Heaven being played on syndicated TV ever. So maybe it was an, an American thing. Sorry, I'm burping, doing beer burps so badly right now. <laughs> um, okay, so... One thing I've been 
one thing that I need to bring to the forefront, one thing I absolutely need to talk about, I need to get on my SB soapbox, soapbox, that's what it's called, right? The soapbox. And I need to stand up for what I believe in, which is I think, and this is going to be crazy, I think Seventh Heaven is a gate is a gateway drug slash a grooming project for us to be okay with the Duggar family, which if you haven't watched that documentary, get on it. I think they went, do you guys like the idea of them having seven family members and five kids? Oh, you love big families that are Christian and really controlling and scary? Oh, well, take a fucking look at this. And I swear to God, seventh heaven groomed the nation's brain to being okay with 19 kids and counting which uh, I don't want to use the word groomed again because that fucking shit is absolutely abysmal. So that's my hot tea that I'm spilling today on the podcast that you're being dragged into, Mal. <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of share that same tea where- They're so big. I'm why are not- we, Their religious families are why? so big. They're so big. Stop having kids. Stop having them. You ain't got to have them. To be God's soldiers? Oh my God, what are we- Shut up. What are we doing? Just get a real no. soldier. Get a real soldier. Um, <laughs> that's my that's my hot take because I was watching the Duggar thing and I was like, holy shit, this is literally seventh heaven. Like them all, like the younger ones taking care of the babies and shit. I was like, mm, this doesn't yeah. sit right with me. This isn't the Protestant work ethic, guys. This isn't the 1700s where you need fucking manual labor for your farm. Like, it's, anyways, that's me on my soapbox. I'm coming down now. But um, that was my take, my new hot perspective on Seventh Heaven. Um, okay, so you never watched it. You didn't think it was cool. As you watched it now, what is your immediate takeaway? Cringy, lame, uh, good, uh, any redeeming qualities? Okay, so I, okay, so I'm a corny bitch. Like, I know you are. I, you love Gilmore. You love. Um, I've never seen Gilmore. But you're in that ilk. And put but her I hand, am in the she put her hand OC. up so yes 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 she put her hand up so strongly yeah the OC that's all that matters in life. One Tree Hill um, is seductive. One Tree Hill is One Tree Hill really pushes you to the brink of like you think you're cool. Well, take a look at yourself now because you're now you're six seasons deep into this shit. Um, I know. I okay. I came into the One Tree Hill as I'm. The OC is my favorite show of all time. Like that's my shit. And Same. During COVID, I was like, I we need to sick. watch this too. Yeah. I was like, everyone loves this. Let's it's watch similar, it. Similar, so, totally. Yeah, it's got Chad Michael. Love Oof. him, kind of. Not really. Do I want to but... get on that show that he's in? Maybe. I don't know. Do I want to audition for it? Sure. Show? He's in a what new show. show called... Oh my god, I have to tell you, he's in a new show called Sullivan's Crossing. It films in Nova Scotia. And I badly want to be cast in it. Um, and my family and I smoked weed one night and watched six episodes back to back till 4.30 in the morning. And it is <laughs> the craziest show. It is the craziest show I've ever seen in my goddamn life. All of the choices are crazy. All of the scenes are crazy. Everything that happens is so crazy i sound like a kardashian because i'm crazy courtney you're crazy but i it's (laughs) i'm trying to get cast on it so i don't want to say anything bad but i'll I'll just say it's it's wild and crazy and kooky um let's let's say we start with a swat team swarming a neurosurgeon conference 
and then somebody gets swept away to be with their estranged dad in a small town and guess who's in that small town of like really like 10 people Chadwick Murray so that's all I'll say about Sullivan's Crossing you can check it out it's also got Luke from Gilmore 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 Girls um okay. the coffee shop owner mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I know what he looks like they got a podcast don't they yeah, and we did try to get him on the podcast, but that's another that's another that's another story for another time. So, you need to watch <laughs> Sullivan's Crossing actually. We should have done that. But this is going to be good too. Okay, Ooh. so let's just I dude, you have to watch it. I literally am commanding you to watch it at least the first episode and just get back okay. to it. It's so cheesy and funny, but like we were all just like next next episode. Like we it was just you want to keep watching it. Um, okay, that's dive- so fun. Yeah, you gotta watch. You gotta tell me. Okay, we gotta dive into this episode, or else I'll literally I'll talk your ear off because I've had two beers. Yeah. And- okay. So we start. We've got Matt. I forgot his name for the first half of all my notes, so I just call him Big Bro. Big. Big Bro. Big. Yeah, I love Big that. Big Bro. Okay, you take notes like Olivia too. Okay, Liv, she's coming for your fucking job, bitch. Like. No! You have her shirt on and you take notes like her too. Um, big bro. We've got um we've got kind of a cool guy with a earring in the left ear, which huge controversy in the 90s, 2000s about what that meant. Um, he's got left ear earring and he is coming up to Matt going, Yo, bro, come to Johnny D's house tonight, you know, to mellow out. What, what else are you gonna do? You got a date with Heather? Oh, sorry, the long distance. We're getting bad acting off the top. Um, it's terrible. It's a horrid scene to sort of start in. And also Johnny D is a rat ratchet name to be using. Um, the acting is so shitty. Um, and essentially this whole scene accumulates in him giving Matt a joint. So what are you feeling off the top? Um, okay, so the first thing I wrote is <laughs> I wrote Big bro is 34. Bestie is 43. <laughs> Both of these men should not be in a high school. They need to have visitors. They need to have visitor passes around their neck and they need to be giving a motivational talk about drugs. That's their only business in a high school. These grown men. Uh, 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 it. it oh. It's... so old so, <laughs> so wise behind their eyes they've lived lives they've done things they've traveled the world. <laughs> they are but this guy to old. Me, he looked like um he, do, have you seen party of five yes he, i absolutely have he, he looks like bay oh okay. i thought it was him Yep, I can see that. No, I can see that. I haven't seen P of five in a long time. Um, but I can actually see that. He looks like one of those people who worked in the 90s and then never worked again as an actor. Yeah. Which we come across a lot in these shows. The acting is also just so terrible here. Like it's really it looks like one of those mad campaign videos or something. Like it's just like not good. It's not realistic. No. And basically, this fucking old 43-year-old gives Matt a joint and is like, this will this will knock. He goes, guaranteed to knock you on your butt. Okay. <laughs> See, but you know what? The next thing I wrote in my notes is, Bestie is great friend. Depicted as sinister? 
was about to say I've never been I've never been given a joint before for free I've never I've never been handed a joint willy-nilly are you fucking kidding me this guy's a good friend he's literally there for his friend he's like you're going through a breakup let me help you out and they're playing that they're playing that piano music as if to be like no he's literally the devil in disguise I fucking hate when they do that on this show the piano music on this show in general is so fucking insidious the way that it tries to guide you and your emotions it goes as if he's an evil boy he's being a good friend um we go to the credits you hear the song and you and you told me before we started brian adams um yeah yeah it's b adams for sure i mean but like dollar store Dollar Store, Brian Adams. Yeah, I'm at Dollarama. I'm picking my Brian Adams out. It's there. Seven, seven theme yeah. song. And the funniest shit is, I don't know if you caught this, but they in, in the montage of all of them, they did include the chilled wine, gl- chilled white wine glass clinking of the parents coming in close with a soft glow. And I was like, why the on earth would you fucking, that is the cringiest shit I've ever seen on this show. Everything else aside. Why would they include that in the credits? No fucking clue. I guess to be like, they're so fucking in love and cool, bro. They drink white chilled ass wine together with frost in frosty glasses. Like they're good. They're fucking, they're fucking good, dude. Yeah. I I swear like the one of the things that I did not like about the episode and the whole show is just like, we focus too much on the parents and that's something that I can't vibe with all the time. I I know. Storylines. When have I ever cared about a parent? Someone tell me, please. Um, Sandy okay. and Kirsten. That's well, it. okay, yeah. And that was only actually when I came into my own, though, because I used to only care about Ryan and Marissa. I barely even care about Seth and Summer because I like toxicity. Oh, my God. I know. That's how to- That's That was, for me, like a really big awakening of like, okay, I need to work on myself because that's actually so toxic um okay so a big <laughs> thing that happens here is they all come home the dog happy is i don't know okay and does it piss you off in the credits it's like happy the dog as happy why does that piss me off so much i hate how his name is happy why wouldn't I you just say like why wouldn't you just say happy the dog and it's I don't know if the dog needs to be in the credits. I think that's where I'm going. And I love dogs. I'm a huge, you know me, I'm a huge dog oh, head. Yeah. But but I'm like, do we need to put the dog in the credits? One and two. Why don't you just be like, and happy the dog? I don't think we need to put happy the dog as happy the dog. Like that drives me fucking bonkers. I don't know why. Um, okay. The joint. So Matt got a joint, put it in his pocket. LOL. Uh, we all know where that's going because that joint's about to fall the fuck out of that pocket and fall on the floor. And guess who's going to pick it up? The dog. And I'm yep. immediately thinking, oh, he's going to kill the dog. That's where this episode goes. And that's why they're so crazy about weed because he killed the dog with bringing his devil cigarette into the home and the dog ate it and died. So that would have made sense to me. But no, 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 no. The dog picks the joint up and holds it in his mouth as if he's holding for a friend. We then he to- takes a lighter out of his pocket. <laughs> out of his and dog, his dog skin pocket. Like it's a pocket. He starts but it's getting just- hoy. He starts holds it. Hoy. 
He holds it in his mouth, similar to the way when I was in Mexico, a man did cigarette tricks and asked for money where he would flip the cigarette into his mouth and hold it and then flip it back out and it was still lit. Um, Holy shit. And I did give him money for that because I actually, that's exactly how I reacted too. Um, You should. I know. I gave him money. I gave him some pesos. So we go to, we, so the dog picks it up, hides it. We go, okay, where is this going? We go into the fucking kitchen. Um, there's a line where si- I think Simon, who's in middle school, goes, being picked up by your mom isn't cool anymore. All I have to say about that is, I feel you. I get you. I'm with you. I used to make my mom drive down the street from the movies and I would walk to her because there's no fucking way that other people. And it's not even an embarrassment of my parents. It's like, I don't want other people to know I have parents. It was just like, I don't want you to interact with them. I don't want you to even fucking glean a single second of my home life and is that mental illness probably um (laughs) matt is drinking milk by the gallon and this is the weirdest thing about this show they always have these weird like beats that fall flat he's drinking it out of the thing the mom goes she makes a face she doesn't even say anything i'm making it at mal right now and then he goes he makes a face back and then that and then that's it and it's like why did we include that? You're just slowing your own show down. He's I drinking, know. There was a bunch of There's weird so many like weird that. beats in this show where you're like, guys, come on. We've got an hour. Like, we got to fill a lot of this time. We can't be doing this with weird beats that go nowhere and don't help the story. Um, Another big plot in this is that Ruthie needs to learn how to do laundry. I'm literally going to kill myself even just talking about this plot. <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> There's an A plot in this show that's always like someone's doing something fucked, like sex or whatever. And then there's a B plot that's like Ruthie needs to learn how to color in the lines because her teacher's mad at her. And it is so bone chillingly boring that it does make you be like, how is this TV? Like, how is this TV? She's been wearing the same shirt for days at school. The teacher's worried. And then Simon's like, I guess I'll teach you to do laundry. I'm not even kidding. That's actually it. There's nothing else to it. I'm not leaving <laughs> anything out. That's <laughs> fully it. It's true. It's true. It's um, crazy. I have tons of notes about that, about those scenes. Please though, dive honestly. in. Absolutely. No. Dive in. Please dive in. What did I? Okay. Well, I said, um, Okay, so this plot has no purpose. It's only informational. It's Thank literally you. Yeah. it's literally a step by step. He says, like, open it, the washer, put the clothes well, in. Well, it does it, it becomes a procedural. <laughs> it does become a procedural at one point where we are just watching them learn how to do laundry. Like there's not even it's actually mind numbing. There's no character development. There's nothing about the plot. There's no, it's literally, he's just going, okay, put the laundry in. Oh, my dog's breaking in. Come here, baby. Uh, Put the the laundry in, turn. Oh, she's so mad right now. You should see her. Can you see see her dark? Oh Oh. my God. She's so cute. She stares at me. Oh, she knows the boys aren't acting up this week. So she knows she has to. Come on in. You can come in. Aw. Doesn't, oh. doesn't even want to come in. Doesn't even want to. Just wants me to not be doing this. Um, wow. That's okay. So <laughs> yeah, she's pretty bratty. I'm obsessed. So they're doing laundry. It's so stupid. Um, again, I go, this is very Duggar family where the youngest is teaching the old, the 
older one is teaching the younger one how to do something. It's like, don't have so many kids if you're going to fucking not be able to teach them how to do anything ever. Sorry, I'm really on that soapbox about not having too many kids after watching the Duggar thing. It's really fucked with my brain. But like, um, yeah, it's so boring. It's literally so boring. It's so mind-numbing. Um, he's drinking milk. Okay, so we go, we're in the kitchen and Matt's eating cookies. Why did I almost just call Jessica Beale's character Martha? Mary comes down and she's got like eye allergies from incense. I guess like Beverly Mitchell, since we've watched season one, has been like become a cool artsy girl and burns incense, which I do vibe with that, unfortunately, because I did want to be a witch so badly and also got scammed so bad by a psychic online. Um, (laughs) so I do vibe with that, but Matt is eating cookies. Like there's no tomorrow. There's also an alarming amount of cookies in this house. Did you see that? There is a jar full of cookies. There is a tray full of new cookies. There is a plate with cookies on them. And then they're getting mad at Matt being like, he's snacking too. It's like, how the hell are you not supposed to snack in this house? Okay, no, like, I, I, I don't know what idea. the fuck. Hi, baby. I know you're just sniffing around. Um, and then the dog. Okay, and this is the funniest. The dogs. Thing. This is the funniest. The dogs part a of the episode. Okay, the that's what a I narc. That's literally. <laughs> <laughs> I hate happy now. Okay, I'm kind of. I know. I was, about to say, I was about to say I love dogs, but happy. I mean, to be honest, like. He really fucks Matt here. So basically, Rev comes home. He's had a rough day. And I don't know what that means for our reverend. I don't know what that means. The sermon didn't go well. Like, what do you even... I hate... And I hate to be this, but what do you even do as a sermon, honestly? And... um, oh, Sorry, now there's random folk music just playing, and I have no idea what's coming from. And so Happy's at the door waiting to greet Papa Rev. Rev Cam. And... Upon arrival, what does Happy do? He drops the motherfucking joint out his mouth right into the right onto the floor as if to say, Rev, you better check out what these kids are doing behind your goddamn back. While you've been snoozing at work, they've been fucking getting high. He literally narks on Matt. It's maybe the funniest thing in the world. Why did they make the dog a narc? Why was that a character choice? Why didn't they just literally let the joint fall on the ground and the dad find it? Why would they have the dog literally pick it up, hold it, and then fucking drop it? Yeah, he like so waited funny. for Rev to come home. He waited. He tattled. Up. He full-blown tattled. And Rev gets pissed. Hey, Dublin, you got to get out of here. He Please. holds it up like it's freaking... No, no, no. I don't even know. The way that people hold a joint in this family as if it's a, as if it's Indiana Jones holding the fucking whatever. I don't have to know that reference. Holding that stone. (laughs) Romancing the stone. Whatever. I have no idea. Indiana Jones holding up a stone that he's just gone through a full fucking labyrinth of booby traps to get to is how everyone in this family holds a joint no one holds it properly they hold it up like it is a little gemstone and rev is beyond pissed and he goes full detective mode like we get into full-blown procedural detective he goes in the kitchen he goes mary's eyes are red okay but we already know that's from the incense he goes hmm 
Beverly Mitchell's acting weird. I forget her name, whatever. He goes, Matt, he's eating a bunch of cookies. He's like, <laughs> literally. He's the scariest man on this fucking planet. Like, I stand by that. I always will stand by that. The kids are so scared of this dad. It's absolutely insane. He's pissed. He goes in the other room. The mom's like whispering to the kids, like, this is the telltale of abuse. The mom's like whispering to the kids, like, don't worry. I've, I've got this, guys. Like, don't worry. I'll take it. To me? <laughs> okay. That's insidious territory. That is like full blown. Right? It's so scary. They're um, all scared of him. He's so freaking like, ugh. Commandeering. Like in the worst way. Every time he enters a room, you can hear, you can feel the chill go down your spine because you're like, what is he going to do to torment these fucking poor kids? They were like, daddy, can we have our boyfriends over tonight? He was like, it's not a good night. Like just absolute Duggar vibes. The music when he shows the fucking joint to Anne Camden, Annie. <sighs> god that was seriously that was one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life it's honestly indescribable the way that they hold this joint the way that they revere it with such fear and loathing and it's all every time someone holds the joint up it's always the like sad saxophone I literally wrote Rev finds joint music sting because it has to sting bro. The sting is so (laughs) key. It guides you how to feel about it. And he just looked so he was angry, but honestly, I saw like actual, like he was murder. Like he, like, yeah, (laughs) like beyond. No, (laughs) the vibes of the family annihilator vibe that Rev Camden gives in every scene is i don't know who's directing this fucking thing i don't know who's running this show but my god like this is i don't even know how they thought that this man and like the vibes he was bringing was a good fit for the show obviously because of his he's a real life piece of shit but even as an actor Every scene he plays, there's always a hint of family annihilator. Even if he's happy, you're always like, is he going to murder all of them? Is he going to murder all of them and then try to blame it on because he found a new hot wife or something? Um, Yeah. It never feels good. You're always terrified for everyone's life. He goes, he's like, I just fucking know it's Matt. He's talking to Annie. He's like, I know it's Matt. She's like, you have no proof. He's like, I just fucking know it's Matt, dude um rev has a fucking hit out on that like the way he wants to, like every episode we've watched we've watched two always matt was the bad guy always matt was the one that yeah. rev, he hates matt he hates his firstborn son okay biblical um the van the vendetta this man has against his son is so fucked up they're talking about this like it's a goddamn detective show they're talking about power plays so essentially at this point annie and rev are literally talking about like how do we how do we figure out which kid did this and the way they're talking about it it's dynamic they want to like get it out of them and like that offhanded sus conning way no totally it's so fucked he literally goes let's talk to each of them and maybe the guilty party will feel compelled to come forward yeah sorry we'll break them down by by making (laughs) like what show am i watching is the mom the mom's name annie annie camden yes okay okay she was in on it too these loved it suspects okay matt 
because he ate cookies. Yeah. Mary, because her eyes are red. Yeah. And this is literally what she said. And Lucy, because she said per se once. (laughs) (laughs) She's saying words like per se. I literally howled. I couldn't believe that sentence. I also literally, per se is two words. Firstly, Annie, you fuck. Secondly, (gasps) okay. Don't mean to come in with that energy. But secondly, like... She, I think she says at one point too, she's been dressing funny and saying big words. Her dressing funny is literally just wearing black dress and black leggings. <laughs> that's her dressing funny. And that's all t- yeah. guys, that in guys, if you have a loved one that you're not sure if they're doing weed, sm- doing weed, smoking it, eating it, drinking it bigly, check if they're wearing black and check if they're saying per se. If you got a family member who's saying per se a lot, chances are they're fucking in to their up to their eyeballs in weed right now because that is a huge telltale um it's reach really out. funny reach out yeah let reach us out. know yeah. we'll get we'll get you the help you need annie holding the joint i just wrote laugh my ass off in giant capitals this is this episode is a bit of a visual one because again you do need to see how everyone in this family holds this joint she holds it up rev leaves the room she goes <sighs> the music comes back She's so sad. She throws it in her fucking sock drawer or whatever. And then she does this move where she spins around and puts her hands on the dresser and stressfully puts her head back and is like, (sighs) and then sighs. It is a literal play. I'm literally watching a play on Broadway right now. Like, I I actually, (laughs) I I interpreted that differently than you. Like, when she grabbed the joint, she acted like, I will. I cannot be controlled. Like she was Jones in. She was like, <laughs> she had to get it out of her hand. She was like, I can't oh, have this my back God. in my life. I have. Oh, I'm an ex addict. God, I'm fucking dying. I didn't even pick up on that. That is so you true. See it again. She that does so that. True. Like, yep. For sure. For sure. You have to watch it with those with that lens of knowing her deep, dark, dirty past of trying weed once. And I don't want to tip the hat too much, but she did try weed once, you guys. And she literally can't even look at the stuff now without thinking about smoking a big fat doobie to her face. Um yeah. I, I I saw I knew that about this episode, so I yeah. think maybe that's why I picked up on it. But when they were having their confrontation, oh. it made me think of when the dad says, wait, no, the mo- mom says, Is that what I think it is? Oh, Northern no. lights indica? No, <laughs> it's marijuana. <laughs> that's what if you know, you know. I know Holy Liv knows. Shit, so. that's fucking He's so laughing. Funny. Oh my god! Okay, um, <laughs> Lucy is oh the little one. Ruthie wears her bathing suit. I just wanted to say that I did that in university a couple times when I didn't do laundry. Worn a bikini <laughs> as underwear to school. Um, I can't wait to talk to Wilson. Okay, so the dad is now the dad's now branched out. He's going. Let's. He's basically like Charlie Day in that episode of It's Always Sunny. He's got strings attached. He's trying to figure out he's trying to crack the case he's like i need to talk to your boyfriends both your boyfriend yeah have both your boyfriends come over tonight girls it's a great idea yeah oh so scary it's got like a weird he's got an agenda like he's like no yeah, i'm telling over. you 
every line is delivered with, am I going to kill my whole family tonight? Maybe. Stay tuned. That's basically why you keep watching 7-7. He goes, Mary goes, well, dad, how long are you going to talk to Wilson for? He goes, oh, I'm going to talk to Wilson until the conversation gets interesting. And then fucking leaves the room on that note. Like, who is like, who's approving these scripts? Who's approving these scripts? Because I know they're Christian. I know they got to be Christian. The way these kids are so scared of their parents. So one of the things Lucy says is, my date's coming over tonight. I got to go get scarf from mom's room, which whatever. I'll let that fucking slide. Never has a scarf been an accessory, but it's fine. She goes in and Mary is like, you know, mom doesn't let us go through her stuff. You're on your own with this one. I'm like, okay. Mary's so annoying. Guys, the boundary, the way these kids are scared of their parents, you cannot help but go, what's going on here? What's going on here? Because I don't feel safe for you. I don't feel safe for any of you. I'm scared for you. You're about to be annihilated. I used to steal my mom's clothes all the time. It was like not even a thing. I would literally, you know. I never did this, but I would go take a dump on my mom's bed just as like a fun prank. I would do that. And these kids can't <laughs> even go through for a scarf. Like, come on. Um, the, okay, so we get to actually sort of a back cross. So now Lucy and Mary find the joint in the fucking dresser. You guys guessed it. Nail on the head. And they're chatting and they're like, they really quickly come to the conclusion like mom is a stoner. Of course she is. She has five kids. Like, that makes sense. She She's a mom and a <laughs> wife. Like, they literally, like, get to that conclusion so quickly. I was almost like, yeah, well, it would make sense. And then Lucy's holding the joint again. Like, it's a fucking precious gemstone. But also, like, like the, literally, it's Lord of the Rings. The way they hold it, they're like, the power that this wields. And Lucy goes, okay, I got to put this joint back. She goes, I don't want this to be in my possession any longer than it has to be i'm fucking puking at these kids what a fucking narc grow up let your parents live their lives like seriously when i found condoms in my parents bathroom do you think i fucking narked i went no gotta go whatever i was like eight i was so scared about what that meant who cares whatever let them live their life obviously yeah literally you know? repress it literally yeah. repress it if i found a joint in my mom's shit repressed immediately i'd have been like well she does drugs now that's fine who cares that doesn't change anything shut up about i don't want this in my possession any longer what are you a fucking cop bro it's not f- crystal meth <laughs> and lucy um when when the dad came in to like mm-hmm. talk to the girls before this um they were listening to reggae so <gasps> that's another fuck. clue Okay, I fully forgot about the Rastafarian theme of Rev finding anything Rastafarian as being related to marijuana and being really like racist about it. Um, totally, it's so it was crazy. So like distasteful in my oh, opinion. Oh, totally. I was like, Dude, shut up. Oh, he also um so weird. They, he also goes at one point in that same vein. He goes, I don't understand why anyone would ever start using any kind of drug in the first place. I'm like, bro, you're so out of touch, you rich, privileged, white piece of shit. Like, 
you don't live on the streets, honey. Like there are so many re- reasons people turn to drugs. Shut your fucking reverend ass mouth. Like you've literally been brainwashed your whole life. You, of course you couldn't figure it out. Anyways. That's, that's so true. No, like he's so like, racist and shit. A weirdo about it. Also, I don't believe you. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. You smoked. Like, come on. <laughs> well, like. He's lying. I just think if he's not lying, it's actually more terrifying. It actually goes into, that's why you're going to kill your whole family. I'm dying at the music. Okay. The dad is paranoid and now the kids are paranoid and they're having a combo. The kids are like secretly thinking their mom's a pothead. And the dad is secretly thinking they smoked weed. It's the dumbest combo. But they immediately, I thought it was so like, I thought it was hilarious how literally I wrote this down. Mm-hmm. It, if only one of them are smoking it has to be her and then lucy says i can see it it must be tough playing a minister's wife all the time Dead that was immediately. so meta that's real that was like yeah. yes we were they all know that the mom hates her life like yeah tea. oh yeah yeah we're all watching this we're all watching this going yeah of course of course of course that's who and that's why um, and I do love that the girls understand, yeah, that their own mother really fucking hates her life so much that she doesn't, that she wants escapism through drugs. I do love that they came to that conclusion. I think that's something every kid really needs to come to. The B plot of Ruthie doing laundry continues. This is insane that it's passing for television. I cannot watch. I'm bored of my fucking skull. Oh, um, actually, um, this, this episode was actually sponsored by Whirlpool. <laughs> 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 they had an extended commercial in the minute of it in the middle of it to show you how easy it is to fucking use their thing one thing they do that i actually found a little bit boundary crossing was they get simon to go oh i figured out the perfect way to get the perfect amount of laundry soap and this oh my me, god this drove me nuts so he's he takes the scoop that would tell you how much soap to use, okay? Takes a scoop, which we all use normal people, and he uses that scoop to put it in one of his mother's bras and goes, fill this up, fill one of mom's bras up with soap, and that's the perfect amount, and it has to be mom's, not Lucy yep. or Mary's, because mom's got those has tickles. Has to be enough. That has was to be enough. insane. He goes, if you use the other one, it's not enough to wash your clothes. Boom, fucking roasted. Mary and Lucy, you've got small ass tits. I am sickened by this. I'm actually sickened that, like, I remember as a kid, I didn't want to touch my mom's bras. You know what I mean? And he's loving it. He's playing with them. He's putting soap in them. I kind of wanted to go through the TV ring style and be like, you can just use the fucking scooper because that's what it's there for. Um, Him putting a cup of soap in the bra. I hate this. Okay. So... The boyfriends all come over. Uh, Rod. Rod comes over. Rod's got a Rastafarian shirt on. And this really thickens the plot of the dad um, thinking that it's Rod that's smoking weed. Rod also rides a moped. And I don't know if that's something stoners do, but they sure treat it like it is. Um, He's also like, hey, dudes, what's up? Uh, This is... This person looks so familiar, but I looked them up and they're not. Um, and then I thought had... he looked really familiar too. Yeah, I started laughing the second I saw his ass. 
the faces he was making. This guy's killing like, it comedy wise. Like, this <laughs> comedy wise, this guy's killing it. He was really killing it. Um, but then we really get to the meat and potatoes, which is um the scene between Rev and Annie where Annie confesses. Reveal. She confesses that she smoked pot in the summer of seven, her 17th year of being on this planet, the Lord of our God. And this is treated as if she's confessing a murder. This is like the disappointment that Rev shows her is divorce level. It's literally, is this relationship ending here and now? Um, He says, how could you drop a bomb on me like that? And the the violins come in at this part when (laughs) she says, I experimented with things or something like that. And he he told me, he snaps. He goes, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and that's and the then, family annihilator vibe dun, right there. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Smoked pot. Oh my God, you guys <laughs> got to see it. It's literally like, how do you write this? How do you get this approved to be on TV? Um, it It's the craziest scene. She's acting her ass off in this scene too. She's fucking giving it her all. She wanted that Emmy. She's really going for it. And... It's not resonating because it's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's literally like she said, I have a dead body that I need you to help me bury. Like this guy yeah. goes from it was like zero I cheated to 100. It, yeah, multiple times. And it, I'm in love with that person and leaving them. Like it is yeah. so fucking wild. I don't even want to do a play by play. I want you to watch this scene. I want you all to go home, do your homework, and watch this scene. Um, then we jump back not to even just that scene though like no, for some reason we get like three or four times of them hashing this shit out and it's, it's like get over it it's really fucking insidious and then we we to really break the tension we do jump back to the laundry scene where lucy or sorry ruthie put a red sock in <laughs> and then her clothes got dyed pink her white clothes got dyed pink so yep. that's that's actually passing for TV again in the 90s. And Liv and I say this all the time, wow, 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 wow. Wouldn't it have been great to be in the 90s? Because you know there's a writer that's in charge of the B story. And the B story in this is Simon teaching Ruthie to do laundry and some of it gets turned pink. And then I Rick... actually really like something that Simon said. Oh, okay, say it. Simon where... says, love it. Say it. Um, when he... When he... <laughs> When he's teaching her how to do it, he says, make sure you check all the pockets for change. You could make a killing checking dad's pants. Um. <laughs> I straight up, I unironically love that line. I thought that was hilarious to have a kid say that. That is wild. I'm in love. You know what? I am actually Amazing writing. I am actually <laughs> laughing at that because my dad also was a lot of change in his pocket dad like I that's resonating with me really hard um I also remember being a kid and going around my house and finding spare change and trying to save up enough money to buy a horse and everyone thought it was so fucking funny but I actually found 360 dollars or something in fucking spare change around the house granted some of it was from a change bowl that was put aside as change and it was filled with toonies and loonies back in the 90s but they were all laughing at me and i said you motherfuckers don't even realize i've got 300 dollars now 
And then my mom made me give it back. But anyways, that I also found a dead bird in our basement while I was looking for change. <laughs> it flew into the window, I think, and died. <laughs> Were you a horse girl back then? Because I know um, you're one now. I am one now. I was not back then. I kind of. Okay. I was horse adjacent, though. I had a horse. actually cracked my head open. I have a scar here. Because oh. I was. Um, I had a horse, a Barbie horse that I would wash and brush in the sink and I fell off the toilet and smacked my head on the bathtub. So I know. And I, I think that's probably where my horse love kind of ended because I, it only hurts you. You love a horse so much and all they're going to do is hurt you back and crack your fucking head open on a tub. I also found out that I, um, that I got um, I had to do a riding assessment at one point for recently and I got a really bad score on it. So now I'm back to not being a horse girl and now I'm back to loving them from afar. But um, yeah, I'm kind of hurt, but it's fine. We move forward. Um, okay. Wilson. Wilson comes in and who the hell is this guy? He's in so much. It's shit. Joey. Joey. It's Joey from the... 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. I screamed. Yes, 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 I yes, was yes. like, okay. It's Joey from 10 Things I Hate About You. He also looks like he was in so many other things, like millions of other things. Oh, he, um, Sean recently was watching House and I looked oh, over his okay. shoulder and he was a patient on House and I was like, that's fucking Joey. Okay. Well, it's Sean and I have that in common because I, we just finished House and, oh, um, really? yeah, Cuddy, Lisa Cuddy, Dr. Cuddy was in, is in a show called Little Bird or a movie that's just out right now called Little Bird, which I really want to watch um cool. just filmed in winnipeg but she yeah i love house and yeah that guy looks like he was like on all of those shows at the time he kind of is giving me teen angel vibes but i know it's not him i know it's a different person from teen angel i freaking forgot about that show and i literally <laughs> probably like 10 years ago i would look for it online like Same. every year i kind of gave up but yeah, it's like it's nowhere it. to be found teen angel was so i loved that show it's so fucked up actually if you think about it but the thing i found yeah, so I fucked did you remember the episode where he takes his glasses off and his eyes his eyes aren't there i swear to god i'm not dreaming this i don't remember every that person i've tried I'm- to tell now I'm not watching it because that's too scary for me. He takes his glasses <laughs> off and there's like a hole in his eyes. And because they're like, why don't you take your glasses off? And that and he shows them why. Anyways, that's like a you... socket? No, or like, like a comical, a hole, like like a hole into like another dimension. It was really scary <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, love it. That's beautiful. Um okay. we have to we, we have to yeah, talk jump about in. How, oh Ruthie is such a positive. I know. in the show she's a she's a glass half full kind really of girl is. because the clothes come out pink yeah and this was sinister to me simon okay. says simon says i thought i told nice. you you have to separate the colors <gasps> um Hey, oh. you want to know why though? That's trickle down economics. That's because the dad has created such a fucking toxic environment that when the kids yeah. take on a role of being parents to the younger ones, they are so mean. They're like, mom's going to fucking kill you. Dad's going to kill oh, yeah. me. You dyed all your clothes pink. Dad's going to kill. It's fear based. And that's why it's so sinister. That's why this whole show is so sinister. They're terrified. They're but no, so I was, scary. I was thinking, I was thinking like segregation. Oh, like hey. we're really harping on this. We're, we're all really already talking, talking about this. right? And they've planted the seeds with the Rastafarian stuff, where they're going. Yes. Oh, uh, 
No, they're going, don't listen to reggae music. Okay, what's going on? What's going I know. on? It's Alarm fucked. bells. And they talk about it a few times. And I remember I was just kind of like, is this yeah. subliminal messaging? Like, oh, it's like barely on? subliminal, then, though. It's really right there. Ruthie's, the clothes come out pink. Ruthie is stoked. She loves because it. Because you know what? Ruthie ended racism, everyone. <laughs> she literally went, this is better than what it was before. I'm and just si- kidding about that. And Simon, no, no, no. I mean, it's in the show. No. The show is so fucking racist, too. Like, them talking about drugs it, it, without acknowledging any form of classism or racism is just absolutely fucking wild, bonkers, bananas. Like, oh, it makes me sick to my whole side. family's fucked. They're I just so don't trust fucked. anyone. No, they're just Simon was, he knew what Simon, he was doing. Simon. Yeah, mm-hmm. he knew what he was saying. He fucking knew what he was saying. Words hurt. He's also such an ass kisser. He's such a Randall. I know and I think he becomes a big a big like rebel I don't remember though but like at this age he's fucking ugh I saw I saw that guy on TikTok the one about Simon was caught middle fingering someone love that Wow. So Simon's living the living the crazy life he's on the fucking edge bro yeah he's on the edge he's um I hope he goes bad. I really hope he goes bad because if he stays like a little P-U-S-S-Y for his dad, that's not good for anyone. <laughs> Spelling the word's easier than saying it. Um, okay, Wilson is Mary's boyfriend. They drop a bomb mid-convo because um, I got really bored here and kind of stopped taking notes because I hated this episode. And he goes, <laughs> he goes he, Wilson's the boyfriend. They're chatting. Rod's the one that's kind of crazy. Wilson's kind of more stable, but random bomb gets dropped. And they do say dropped a bomb on me nine million times this episode. He goes, well, you know, if my dad thought I was doing drugs, he would just drug test me. And Mary's like, what? Your dad would drug test you? And he goes, yeah, well, when you have a kid at 16, you know, all all trust goes out the window. And I went, whoa, I know there was a heavy episode about that that's been left out. I know I missed the heavy ass episode where Rev gets pissed about him being a daddy at 16. That was shocking to me. Honestly, it was kind of a green flag to me that Mm -hmm. that was a storyline for him and they still like let him be in the house. Totally. Fully. Yeah. It kind of makes you go, oh, maybe they're not so bad, but they are. But because, yeah, that is, um, me no think Rev would have taken kindly to that at first. Mm-mm. I'd love to see oh, that. Oh, I'm sure he cried. I'm sure oh, he cried over that one. I'm sure he really considered fucking wiping them all out. My dad drugs test me. Oh, God. LOL. She's talking about someone driving and dying while high. I roll. Not everyone who smokes weed dies. Okay. <laughs> so that is hey, that my was note. Crazy. That so was we go, crazy. Like- we go to a scene basically where Annie is talking to Matt and saying like, here's what happened. I smoked weed and a friend died because they drove high as if that's like the fucking natural result of smoking weed um the acting in this scene is so cuckoo banana over the top it's insane you're also so bored at this point by rev's little games and antics that you don't even fucking care it doesn't even give you an emotional gut punch Um, no it doesn't 
I also wrote. It felt, it felt like we just had talked about this too much. Like, way I was too just much. Kind of like the mom, the mom literally says, "I smoked pot again." Four like, different the same times. Soundbite, probably. <laughs> literally the same ADR for sure. And I'm, yeah. I'm sitting there shaking in my boots, going, "Oh no!" I think if Rev knew the rest of this story, he'd, he'd do it. He'd take them all out. Because her smoking pot is one thing. Her knowing someone who died from smoking pot and she was there. I don't think Rev would take kindly to that, if you know what I'm saying. For sure. Like, honestly, the mom has trauma. Like, that was kind of intense stuff that she was telling us right there. But, like, I feel like, how come, like, with drinking, it's like, okay, don't drink and drive. But with weed, it's like, don't smoke weed at all. At all. No, it's a there's a bias there's a bias happening totally here. and it's so funny because now it's fucking legal legalize it um okay so she's acting her ass off i'm so bored mel i can't even watch this episode i'm sorry i made you watch <laughs> this that's my note imagine being these boyfriends what a boring fucking hangout with the whole family there basically judging you okay i got get- some i got some stuff about rod come on in come on in about rod Okay, so I wrote everything Rod says and does is hilarious. Yes. And it's yes. true. He's really like the funniest character in this. He's so. Everything he says, it's hilarious. I was laughing. Like He reminds up. me of like a Justin Long character or something. Maybe that's just his face looks that way. I don't know. But he is, yeah. a, he is like not someone that like I would have ever found attractive, but also someone I could have seen myself hooking up with, if that makes sense. I feel like if I feel like when this came out, if I was watching this, I would have had a crush on Rod. <laughs> he's kind of got he's kind of got star power in my oh opinion. Oh my god! But so, he does. So they have Joey grilling him. They have yeah. Joey grilling him f- on behalf of Rev. Like, do you have to do this to stay in the good graces of Rev? Like, yes, because he had you... a ba- he had a baby out of wedlock, and yeah, that he's that's now he's it to heaven. Exactly. You better grill Rod. So he's so he says. How, he, he says, how long did it take you to grow your mustache, Rod? Dead. 14 years. Dead. Love that. Okay. This kid's a fucking Laughing. comedian. No one's... And then he said, Joey, nice scooter, Rod. <laughs> Moped, Joey. So what did you have before that? Feet. Okay. Rod is fucking killing it. You guys don't even know he's literally having the best set of his life at this family <laughs> hangout. Yeah, he totally is. Like he's like feeling the the energy of the audience. He's reading he's, like, the crowd. He's funny. Totally. As fuck. He literally. Um. Also, when the dad comes in, he's like, "All right, it's time to leave." Because I guess he's ruled out the boys at this point. And Rod just literally gets him and goes, "Okay, see you later." Doesn't give a fuck. Love that energy. That is something I would have been so attracted to. Someone who just literally leaves me, discards me completely. Oh, I love it. He leaves, and then. The older one, Wilson leaves, whatever. And we got it. We there's one more thing. That the rev thing. Rod, the rev. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Tell me, Rod. You you're the Rod okay. expert, actually. I feel. I was, I was really, <laughs> um, I was really putting all my eggs in a Rod basket. Here, I know, right? and I'm, <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm so into that for you because he really is a the only good character in this episode. I know he he brought some levity to it for sure. <laughs> 
And he also seemed like a good guy. They mentioned that he was a vegetarian. Wait, do you have a crush on Rod? Do you have a crush on Rod? It's okay if you do. I literally won't tell Sean. I mean, yeah, I do. In like a way where I think that he and I think he and Lucy should be together. Like he's a good guy, I think. I think he's he's a class clown. I think he's funny. I think he's harmless. He also Oh yeah. Oh, what's the thing he says when he's leaving too about sperm count? Do you have yeah that? so that's where he kind of loses me a bit because that's <laughs> a little too much honestly but so like okay so he's leaving and rev likes rod now like yeah. he's safe right yeah so he says about he says about your shirt as oh, if there's God. a swastika on the front <laughs> as if it says i kill people and <laughs> love lucy and I ever has a crack pipe on it. Like seriously, the shirt in question, you guys, a tie dye shirt with a peace sign on it. <laughs> that should be a green flag to me. Like, are you? Kidding? He <laughs> like, also literally, because he's wearing a tie dye shirt, asked him at one point. Now about the Rasta culture, is it the music or is it the smoking marijuana that you like? And this is all literally being derived from the fact he's wearing a tie-dye shirt that's it yeah that's fucking that's wild it. the racism so yeah so fucking crazy he says, do, he says do you smoke weed or whatever um <laughs> i just wrote grow up rev <laughs> um he says what, what are you say? me at 11 years old asking the older kids do you smoke weed do you guys smoke weed I didn't write this part down, but he said, like, so what is it about the the culture? Is yes. It, do you smoke weed? And yes. he says, no, I would never try that stuff. And then you're, then Rev's like, oh. And then I heard it lowers your sperm count. Okay. <laughs> the, funny, the funniest shit about so that funny. to me, too, is, like, it lowers your sperm count. Okay. So is Rod actively trying to get someone pregnant right now? Because why the fuck would a 14-year-old care about their sperm count? Like, that's not about, like, coming or not coming. That's about, like, your, like, viability to have a baby. <laughs> like, that's about your, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's about, I like, know. are you so fertile? Why do you care about having a baby at 14? Well, that he just so... met Joey's character. Oh, he just okay. met, uh... He wants to be like Joey. I'm trying to get girls pregnant earlier than Joey. Um, Yeah. Okay. Imagine meeting these boyfriends. What a boring hangout. Yeah. Imagine. Fuck. Imagine going and having to hang with the whole family. How was that fun? Like, let me go in the basement, watch a movie with the lights off, please. Um, I'm okay. Rev now is shaking with anger. He can't figure out who the fucking culprit is. He knows it's Matt, but the mom literally goes, yours and Matt's relationship. I don't think you can withstand a false accusation. I was like, is this house of cards? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Things in such vague power dynamic terms. <laughs> I thought that was so weird because. What a weird okay, way to talk about your Why kid are we and... accusing? Just ask. Just why ask. Why do you have to say? Why does it have to be a weird power dynamic of like, your relationship won't withstand a false accusation? What? Are we like a lawyer and a judge? Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? Um, I'm not really sure why, but I wrote Rev is a fucking loser nerd dweeb. And then underneath <laughs> I wrote <laughs> I wrote Rev is so uncool. 
<laughs> I mean, you just had to hammer the true. point home. No, all of those are true. You had to hammer the point home. Um, I guess we get to the point. This is the point where Rev confronts the whole family at once and goes, I found this joint in the house and everyone's free. We, like, we have to explain how we're ho- how they hold it. Okay. So imagine you're holding a piece of hair, mm-hmm. but go vertical. They're holding it like it's going to blow up. Like it's a what would you eat like that? What would, yes, 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 yes. What would you eat like that? They're also holding it, yes, like it is an explosive device. Like the way that they're distancing it from themselves. Would you eat a, like a really thin taco from Taco Bell, like a cheap one? Yes, that is how they're holding it. A little (laughs) taquito. And they are, he holds it up and he goes, listen, I don't know which one of you brought this fucking shit into the house. But I'm willing, he literally goes, I'm willing to drug test my kids if that's what it takes. Okay, you're evil. You're literally evil incarnate. You're the most evil person alive. And he's literally getting his parenting tips from a teen from a teen dad. It's so he learned this from Joey. Yeah, he did. Oh my god. <laughs> he's so fucking so and then Matt at goes, it's mine. And then Simon. You gotta be kidding me. I can't believe you. They all look at him as if, again, like he just murdered a cat and brought it in the house or something. It's so fucked. Um, I said all these kids need to grow the hell up and be cool for once in their goddamn lives. Them sitting on the stairs listening in. Um, this dad is fucking terrifying. Basically accumulates in Matt running away with his friends, which hashtag same. And then... Okay. Don't blame him. When Matt runs away, though, Rev does the Annie Camden move. He, I can't even explain this. He follows him out the out the door. The door slams, and Rev goes no, and turns and puts his hands against the door and leans his head back. It's like flash dance or something. It's like what I'm thinking. It's so fucked up and fucking hilarious. Like. They, ha- they have another confrontation here. Like, yes. they won't stop talking about it. They, and they talk he, it to death. He starts yelling. He's screaming. Screaming. It is it really weird. scary. It's not fatherly. It's not we're learning. It's we're all scared. The dad is fucking I wrote, terrifying. I wrote, poor kids. This family is on the brink. They really it's true. are. They're on the verge. And then and so Annie's sitting down. Yeah. Annie's sitting down, like crying about it now. She's yeah. he's pissed. He's saying, Why did you tell Matt you smoked? Like mad about that at her directly. So she's sitting down and she's saying, uh, I thought it would maybe help him see the sad part of smoking pot. And then uh, the dad walks over to her and you think he's gonna like hug her and be like, "It's okay, we're gonna get through this together." He doesn't. He literally no. sits down and is still like stewing. He's, like, can't even look at her. Literally, cannot even look at her. Like again, I can't I hammer. Her. I can't hammer home how anti marijuana this fucking show is. They treat it like it is fucking heroin. And then, honestly, the cherry on top of the whole episode is Matt's out with his friends, and then he bails because he gets. I don't even know why I wasn't even watching. Is it because they were driving and smoking? Honestly, it didn't look like they were smoking. And if you want to know my opinion, Bestie, he seemed like a good guy. I don't think he would be doing that while driving. I don't think so either. I think he's a clean teen when it comes to driving. 
And he Matt just hops out of the car and he fucking runs to the place he needs to go. Church. <laughs> he goes to church and um, Rev and Annie go there and I don't know why, but they basically overhear him being like, I wish I never did this. I fucking ruined my life. He literally, okay, can we also go back? He didn't even smoke the fucking joint. He literally just accepted it from someone and like literally instantly just put it in his pocket <laughs> he wasn't even high well oh. that's the only reason why rev let him come back to the house because he was caught talking to you know god god in the, yes in the in the church the fucking he, he literally says i didn't even smoke it yeah. i just had it in my pocket and then He's you crying see rev, like <laughs> Did you see his? Okay, you no, need to take for, so for the Instagram gross. post. Yeah, you need to take a screenshot of his fucking single tear, and that's I, a tear stick. That's a full tear stick. That man can't act sad. It's the only acting he do is mad. Um, yeah, He's absolutely. Matt <sighs> it feels guilty, and Rev is over the fucking moon. I wrote Rev it. feels so validated that Matt is upset. Like he's like, "This is how, what I wanted. I want my kid to feel this level of shame." Yes, yes. <laughs> he's it's literally insane. like, he's like, "Cry for me." Like that's the vibe that you get from this man in every fucking essence. And that's how the episode basically ends: is they welcome Matt, the prodigal son comes back home. And no one even literally smoked a single puff of weed this whole episode. They just talked about it to death to a point where yeah. it does make you feel insane. And that's yeah, fucking seventh heaven, man. Season two, episode four, I think. I don't even know. I don't even know. Well, oh, that's it for us. Mal, you've been <laughs> so um, fun to work with. That was great. Uh, I love you so Thanks. much. I'm so happy you came out. Um, thanks for asking uh, me it literally like made my life I was so my stoked. god you're so funny and you're so on the same page and um everyone be more like Mal okay that's just a general message because you're just so funny you're so sweet you're so great and uh loving and caring yeah. and you told me enchanting and so that's kind of what I'm actually saying is what I'm saying be more like Mal so thanks for being my <laughs> little co-host and uh we will sign off now um, I've got a Domino pizza in the works as per usual. Ooh. And uh, I have two scabs on my foot that I've been picking this whole time that are bleeding. Nice. So let's do a sign yeah. off. Do you have an idea for a sign off? Um, oh, no. I, people freak like out. Like something from the episode? Is that? You can do something from the episode. Uh, you can do a message that you feel like is important. Honestly, I see the appeal of this show. Like, I get it, but personally, I think I, I think if I was younger, I would have ate it up. But now, it's just like insane. I can't believe Rev. I want to know from the followers: Is Rev like really this bad? Like, because honestly, he's straight up scary. He yells at people. It's so weird. I want to know. Yeah, and I think that's a great actually message to sign off on is I want to know. I just want to know. So um, we just want to know. And Mal, thank you again. I love you so much. We will talk soon. And listen to, oh, I'm going to do a Patreon episode, I think, finally. I don't know what, though, but I might do something solo, which is kind of scary. But 
you know what, strap a mic on me and I can review something and for 25 minutes. And, uh, I do it all the time to my partner, basically when he, when he smoked a joint and he just lets me talk for 25 minutes. So <laughs> anyways, stay tuned for all that. And I love you. And Mal loves you too. And see you next week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.